Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Three times the charm. Three and nine. Ho-ho! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Blowhole on Finsider Radio. Tonight, you have myself, James Radio, leading the charge with our co-host, Rob Thomas Prime, looking very uh, prophetic. You picked them to cover this week. Not only did they cover, they won in perhaps the most, I actually, not perhaps, definitely the most entertaining Miami Dolphin game of this season. And honestly, I this is one of the more memorable Miami Dolphin games of recent memory. Probably going. I mean, last year we had the uh, the Miami or the Miami Miracle, but uh, yeah. but yeah, but this was a, this was a great Sunday. This was very fun. Like as for as terrible as this team is, they're very very they're entertaining. They are entertaining to watch. And I think a lot of it goes to Ryan Fitzpatrick, but uh, but yeah, they they play hard. And they the coaching staff. Hard. Let's give What's that? let's give some kudos to Flores and the staff. Oh, we've been giving them plenty of kudos. No, I, but for that, for this being entertaining, the, correct. The true reason, yeah. I actually, there was a post on the on the Dolphin subreddit where somebody's like, he's like, he's like, I think I'm crazy, but th- this is the most enjoyable season I've ever had, and, and we're terrible. I don't understand it. And and honestly, what is it? It's we had no perception of being good, no like, expectations, no expectations, and it really helps because honestly, why should we? We're three and nine. That's not like if we thought this was a playoff team. We'd be miserable at three and nine, but we thought this might have been a winless team. And the fact that they're competing and exciting and fun. And honestly, you know, that we were the laugh. I didn't want to be the laughing stock. I didn't want to be 0 and 16. And the when you listen to the national media when they talk now, you know, they all they're all positive about Flores. They're like they're like they love the you know. There's more of the positive as opposed to what are they doing? They're ruining their tanking plans. Now it's like, man, I, this coach, it's fun. It's, it's cool to see the team likes him. You know, I think they I think that we're building something, man. This is something to be optimistic about. Yep. And it was a very, uh, very similar uh, start and, and kind of the, the games are kind of formulaic. Like they come out, they look terrible right out of the gate in pretty much every single game. Uh, this was no exception. There was uh, the very first play. Fitzpatrick threw an interception. Um, I thought that was a. I thought it was pi. That, I thought that, it was that, that pretty obvious pi to me. But I, I don't understand how you can. You're you're clear. You're not allowed to impede a wide receiver's route. That is a very clear rule, and that is clearly what happened on the play. I don't think the guy was intentionally doing it, but nonetheless, he still did it. He yeah. knocked Parker off of his route. And Fitzpatrick threw an interception on the first play, and the Eagles went down and scored right away. Miami Dolphins, in typical fashion, then responded by going three and out and giving them great field position again. And then they went down. The defense sort of held and you know kept them to a field goal. And there's ten nothing uh, right out, pretty much right out of the gate. So, um, but it was it was a shootout. It and then up- fourth, and then fourth down, 
Parker, his first. Fourth and four. His first. Dante Parker looked like Randy Moss on uh, Sunday. Randy Moss wishes he ever looked like that. Well, <laughs> all right, maybe not. That fourth and four play was amazing. That was uh, probably the highlight of the, the best play that Parker's ever made, I would say. I, I mean, because it was fourth down and it got us into it, but I don't even know if that was his best catch of the day. He had two other amazing, like, sky grants. I agree, but I that one with the oh. footwork sideline and all, like, just, like, that was definitely his highlight of the day. I think. But, I mean, he, like, there were. I think that the the catch that he made on fourth down later on in the game was, you know, equally as big. So those are two fourth down conversions that he made. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, he's he's got to be like. I think it's it's interesting. Like two two of like the uh, you know the comeback player of the year. Uh, I, I would say he's got to be he's got to be in that discussion. And you know, one of the other ones is our our old pal Ryan Tannehill has to be in that discussion as oh, well. Oh yeah, RT. Look at him go. Yeah, but um, anyway, but no, it was, uh, yeah, so the Dolphins, so it ended up being a shootout, which, I mean, all of our games kind of are because our defense is, is so terrible. Um, but yeah, so it, it, the uh, the Dolphins responded after falling down 10 nothing. They go for it on fourth and four at around, the, uh, around midfield. Parker makes an amazing catch on a 50-50 ball that somehow keeps both feet in bounds and gets, get, and gets into the end zone, makes it a 10-7 game. Um, yeah, and then it was just uh, kind of back and forth from then. I thought not even was... back and forth because we gave up the double scores at the end of the half and going in. So they they had like a good, no, I know. They, they had, had a two had a touchdown good... lead. I know that's I was getting to that. Yeah, okay. yeah. So we had fallen. So we in the third quarter, the Eagles had taken taken a lead of of twenty eight to fourteen after the Dolphins had the Dolphins took a brief lead at fourteen to ten, and then the Eagles uh, they they got up to they scored up they they got they got up to twenty eight to fourteen. I believe was the, yeah because they had a two point conversion or something they did something yeah like, they yeah, they, they had a successful two point conversion and then it was I, they were up by two scores um you know at that point I thought that you know I I didn't think we were coming back to oh, win yeah. but the Dolphins offense the rest of the score to every possession the rest of the way like after being down I mean with that with the exception of that uh, the kneel down at the end of the half right so they, that. Scoring run they were on started in the second quarter, and then they scored a touchdown, or they scored on every drive after that. Man, amazing! And with I, no running game. Z, Z, what do you mean? Laird had like ten carries <laughs> for eight yards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't get points for carries. So there were some. I mean, there were some positive runs, but go ahead. Yeah. I will let you. Well, I will let you finish your thought. Well, I, I was getting to the the play every that everybody loved the one that the the amazing fake field goal, which was never a field goal. But leading up to that, we had the the t- challenge pass interference. It was overturned. We had like that first and goal, and it was disheartening that we that we got to fourth down. Like I'm like. It really was pulling all the all the wind out of the sails. I'm like, man, we, this sucks that we can't do this. And then they they go out in that wacky formation, and I'm like, what in the heck are they gonna do? And he just that was flips amazing. It. It that was, was so uh, first time in NFL history a punter throws a touchdown pass to a kicker. Yep. Um, the look there were so many great, uh, like just like just shots like pictures of that of that of the play of like the look on Hawk's face like right before he throws. Did you see that? <laughs> yes. One? Where he's smiling like just like and they're like this is like they're having fun out there you can clearly tell and then wilkins afterwards pointing and laughing at all the eagles players like that's great that was like, amazing you know that is just it's so fun to watch as like and you know it was it was just it felt really good like i mean it just it felt it felt good to be a dolphins fan for you know for yeah. a while yeah it was it was good to watch 
Um, great plays in the end zone too. Parker's uh, Parker's second touchdown catch was was a really really tough contested catch in the end zone where he took it away from from two Eagles defenders, high pointed it. Uh, Gasecki made an awesome catch in the end zone as well where he high pointed it. It was just one defender on him, but um, I just I, I love watching Fitzpatrick play. I I think I texted you during the game. I would not be opposed to them bringing him back next year with a real offensive line, another year with this group of receivers and skill position players, maybe an actual NFL running back there. Um, I think you have the makings of a decent offense, and then you could have a either if they get a young quarterback in the draft to, to learn behind him or if they keep you know trying to develop Rosen behind him. Um, you know, I, I think you know that's the makings of a – the offense is surprisingly competent now, <laughs> which is – shocking to me. Yes, completely because they have, he has zero time. So it's just, it's just, yep. but, and that's, and no again, running game and no offensive. And line. we've said that, you know, we've said this every week, but the only reason this works because, because Fitzpatrick is a veteran who can, who can make the read fast enough that with zero time can at least get the ball out there. And he's got that gunslinger mentality to throw the ball up to 50 50 and let his receivers make a play. That's something like that's something that's hard for young guys to do because they're afraid of making the mistake and they don't like throwing those balls. But Fitzpatrick knows he knows where to put it. He's done this long enough. And surprisingly, um, surprisingly mobile. Like, you know, that's a, he's sneaky in the fact that he can obviously he's slippery in the pocket and get away from you. And man, I, I kind of wish he wouldn't, but man, he loves to put his head down and take on a linebacker. That one where he went, tried to go that, for the touchdown. To run into the end zone. <laughs> it yeah. was like, like, what are you thinking? That just wasn't happening. An all pro safety. But I mean, he's still like, I mean, he didn't, Fitzpatrick did not get the worst of that. He just didn't, he just didn't successfully just, truck into the end zone. Or move the guy an inch. <laughs> eh, you know, yeah. But um, no, it was it was good. I mean, he he has trucked a few guys though this year. Like when he when he tries, he has. No, he has successfully done it. But I mean, Jenkins is a is a big sturdy, you know, all pro safety. So, but I I love that I love the fearlessness. You can tell the team loves it. Um, yeah, it's a uh, like I said, it's fun to watch. But for all of the positives on offense, uh, they were just as bad on defense. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the- couple, was it just the one, maybe two sacks, but but not a lot of pressure. Um, Almost no pressure. Um, the cornerbacks in the secondary, I, you know, bless their little hearts. They're they are trying as hard as they can. But it's a little just, smoke and mirrors back there. Those are just not NFL quality players. Um, so Alshon Jeffrey had a huge game. Uh, Wentz, you know, is who is, in, in my estimation, inadequate to good NFL quarterback. Looked like Joe Montana out there on Sunday. Um, their running game is not that good, and, and Sanders had a had a decent. Yeah, I mean, decent. Sanders is a good player. I mean, he's a but yeah. I mean, I'm just saying our our defense is, is it, not good. It's not good, but it's but it's weirdly, it weirdly still gives me hope. It's not like oh the the scheme is good. Like right. I love like, I love that like amoeba look that they do. Like I like you know there are some pieces there that are that you can see that are good. Um, I think McMillan is still kind of playing through injury, but I think he's a good sturdy linebacker. Equivon had a good game. Yeah. Uh, nice to see him. Uh, Baker is a, I think a, a solid piece in, on, on the inside. If they can get some protection around him, uh, Wilkins, uh, Jenkins and taco are all decent players. They just, they need a superstar or two in that front seven and they, they need a whole new secondary. I mean, with Xavier or Xavier Howard will be back, but man, can, can we just start the, can we just start like releasing like 
videos of Chase Young smoking marijuana with a gas mask or something? Can we somehow get him to drop to our to our pick? We should start. We should start looking into that. Um, it's never too early to start that right now. So I think I think we're. I think you're onto something. Um, but yeah, the, I mean that's the that's the kind of stuff that they need. Um, did, Charles Harris again got got to the quarterback and just didn't even <laughs> didn't even move. Wentz didn't even feel him. It seemed like. Like, did you, you saw, I'm sure you saw that play. Yeah. Yeah. So again, so I guess Harris is starting to actually get to the quarterbacks. Now he's just not hey, strong to, to tackle them. Baby steps. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta get, you gotta start, you gotta start by getting there. And then maybe next season when he's like, you know, spelling other guys or he's not the only guy out there, maybe he can actually uh, put some arms around somebody. I don't think I don't think he's on this team next year. I would like I would like to see them play him more the rest of the way because I'd like to just get him out there and I don't I don't know maybe they've seen enough of him. I I just well he's I, still on a cheap he's still on this cheap rookie deal right so I don't I mean I don't I don't know if he's got to be close to the end of it now though. I mean because he was a first round pick so they have the option for the fifth year, but he was Gase's like the year after they made the playoffs. So yeah, so was, this is only his. Is this his third or is this his second? This is his third season. Okay, so the, I think he'll play. Or next, they'll so keep next year is his fourth. But they, I mean, they might even just move on from him. I, I would think. I don't know. But if they do, it means they have someone better to take his place. Right. So, um, Equivon, like I said, Equivon uh, played a little bit. Uh, or he had played, to, he had one of the sacks. Made some. Yeah, had a sack. Had a tackle for loss. Uh, you know where he blew up a screen where he had a nice read there. Um, yeah, so that that was promising. Eric Rowe um, has been competent as like a tight end type, like a tight end eraser. He's been as, good as a safety. I mean, we, he he was he was he was awful in the beginning. As a corner. In the, as a yeah, corner. as a boundary corner, he was terrible. Just but, like me, was awful as a boundary corner. Um, I, I, yeah, those those guys they're, they're not corners. Um, but he but got yeah. he got his extension also. That happened after, right? That didn't happen. La- we didn't talk about that last week, did we? No, that happened after the Eagles game because yeah. I mean he played very well against Ertz. Ertz had a bad drop um, that led to them the, to that missed field goal because that could have oh yeah yeah changed the game. But other than that, I mean uh, Ertz he was he seemed to be pretty close to Ertz for for you know he broke up a touchdown. Um, so so Rose playing better in that safety spot. I think they I still think they need to draft. A safety. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have enough draft picks to, to probably draft a couple safeties if they wanted, but I think they need uh, they need a they need another. I mean, they're going to lose Rashad Jones. I, I, McCain. I I don't know. Like, I just I, I don't think he's the guy back there to to partner with him. But Rowe as a as like a, a hybrid safety type of slot, you I, know. And honestly, I'm I'm not going to pretend to know to to know you know half as much as these coaches. But the, the McCain, I thought he was okay as the slot corner, like we've got safeties playing bad at slot corner and slot corners being bad at safety. I'm like, maybe just switch him. <laughs> maybe put McCain was okay as a third, yeah. as your, as your nickelback. I thought he, he did fine there better than he Yeah, I think safety. that's, and I actually, McCain was surprisingly competent on the boundary as well. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand moving him to safety when you had Fitzpatrick. Like I just didn't, <laughs> Like that'll, that'll still be one of the great mysteries forever for me. Um, but whatever, um, they have enough draft picks to completely reshape this defense. They have some nice pieces in place. Well, I don't want to know if they have a couple 
NFL quality. Oh, they've got pieces, but again, you need you need the lines. With good lines, everything changes. Offense and defense. With with yeah. you have a great front four and, or, or you know on the defense and a great five up front for the offense. It it makes everyone better. Look at Tannehill. All right. Look at Tannehill with a with a running back and a good offensive line. He's still the same guy. He still doesn't have great pocket presence. He's still a flawed quarterback, but he's can be very very successful. And, you know, flawed as in he's not Aaron Rodgers, but he's he can be he can be damn good with the right team around him. He's Alex Smith. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He's Alex Smith. Um, he is. And I actually I was reading something about him today and his numbers. Um, He's actually, and I haven't, I mean, I haven't watched it. I watched a little bit of some of the Titans games and he kind of looked like the same guy to me, but I guess his, his numbers under duress this year are like under pressure as opposed to last year. He was, we all saw it. He was terrible under pressure last year. This year, his numbers under pressure are, he's like, I think he's the best in the league, like completion percentage under pressure this year. And he's under pressure just as much as he was last year, which is the percentages are the same. And he's just. So he is performing better than he was last year, which I think part of that is his team. But I mean, he's still I thought he was getting more time because I thought the, the Titans line is is better than the Dolphins line was last year. And I mean, it is. And it is. But he's still under as much like his percentage under pressure is still the same as it was last year with the Dolphins, which is crazy to me. But I don't know. Um, that was interesting when I read that today on NFL.com. Uh, it was a case for him as a comeback player of the year, um, which I mean, if he I mean, he's got they, they've got this is where it is for him. Like he's got he's been in this position before where, you know, he was leading a team that was playing well into the last quarter of the season and the wheels have fallen off. So, well, really, so the only, I mean, this really only happened to him the one year. And when he got hurt, it wasn't even the wheels came off. I mean, no, there were during the Philbin years, there were some there where they would be like seven and five or seven and six, and they would lose the last three games. Like it, it happened a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, that's true. But, but I don't remember those as, as him as like Tannehill imploding that was just uh, there were I, there was i one season i vividly remember them going up to buffalo and him being just awful <laughs> and it was not a very good bills team and they right. got destroyed in a game where if they won they basically controlled their playoff destiny like it was it was his mo like they would always the the last quarter of the season they'd be in it they'd be in the hunt and then they'd finish seven and nine or eight and eight and that was you know that was it, and then the one year they made the playoffs was when he got he got hurt going into that final quarter so, of the season. So not six and ten games. like this team. <laughs> we shall see. Um, so anyway, leading into uh, leading into next week, um, let's let's quickly uh, preview the Jets game before we go to break. Uh, what's the line on the Jets game? I don't have the show notes in front of me right now. Do five you have, and I, a half. Five and a half. Uh, way too much. That is way too many points. Yeah, I agree. The jet. I mean, the Jets are, the Jets are the Jets, dude. They can't even this, like they don't know if they want to tank. <laughs> they they look like they destroy the Raiders, who are a pretty decent team, and then they get blown out by the Bengals, who are the worst team in the NFL. By the way, this is they are the first. I I should have looked this up. They are the first team to after week seven or whatever it is, like lose lose to, to two winless teams. Two yeah. winless teams. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, that's that's really great. Um, but that's what I mean. This this shouldn't I be. I love that they're sticking. I love that they've like that they're they convinced themselves that Gase is the answer, and oh, that yeah. answer like this is that makes me so so happy. 
this line uh, should be three and a half or four at, at most. I, how how shocked would you be though if they if they if they beat us by like ten or fourteen points? I mean, I'm never like, going to be shocked if this team loses. It's we're we're yeah. not a good team, but no, I know. I think um, I think, but we're going to win. I mean, I'll tell you. I mean, I know you'll find this you'll find this very very shocking. But Roptimus says that we're going to win this game. So they did differences between this time and the last time they played. Obviously, it's in New York this time, uh, not in Miami. They don't have Preston Williams, and they're a little bit more banged up on defense than they, the Dolphins than they were in the last game. And the Jets. Well, technically, we're not banged up at all. This is the first time we don't have a single per- player on the injury report. Now, half the team's on IR. They're on IR. <laughs> but, I'm talking about like right. they had they had Jones and McCain back there for the Jets game last time. Well, there's also a chance Le'Veon Bell does not play this game. He's he barely practiced. He's uh, has some kind of I think it's a sickness. There's I don't know if it's the flu that some it of the teams doesn't matter because Gase doesn't know how to use him anyway. So <laughs> true, but he's talented. Like he's a guy that could cause problems. Y- yeah, if Gase ever wanted to use him, but <laughs> would you rather play them with him or without him? I'm saying it doesn't matter. All right. <laughs> like, has he has not been a difference maker in any game this season. He wasn't the last time they played him. So like, here, here's why we're go- why I believe we will win. We have a much better coaching staff. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, it's it's on the road. Uh, Don't care. Yeah, it, I, the Jets are terrible. I'm not. I just, I wouldn't honestly like. I, obviously, we want them to win every game, but I would not be mad if they lost the game. <laughs> like. It's it's to our it's ultimate to our ultimate benefit, and I hate saying it. Yeah. If we lose this game, so, but I don't want them to lose. I want them to win. I think they are. I'm my prediction is they will cover. I'm saying the final score of this game will be Jets 27, Miami Dolphins 20. Uh, but oh no, that's not covering 24. Miami Dolphins 24, Jets 27. Miami Dolphins 31, New York Jets 17. Nice. I hope you're right, buddy. Um, all right. So, yeah, and I just didn't really, honestly, like I've picked the Dolphins to lose every, every game this season. So I don't want to change from that. That's true. I, I feel like there's more of a chance for them to win if I pick them to lose. So I'm actually, uh, I feel a little bad that they've, I've picked them to, uh, I've picked them to lose for two of their wins. So, uh, but, but I had them covering both of them. No, you know what? I didn't even have them covering in Indy. Well, oh no! Wait, That's right. Did we know that that Hoyer was playing when we did our picks at that time? Maybe not, because that does, I don't think so. That changed. That did obviously that changed. Oh, but we also, lot. but we, I mean, Hoyer looked competent in the Steelers game. So oh, we that's thought, true. Oh god, wasn't really gonna. Yeah, we didn't think I he was gonna. This, be I hate I hate the Steelers team, man. God, nothing makes me angrier than them limping. To we will talk about them when we come to pick watch after the break. All so, right. buddy, please stay tuned. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys... It's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. 
Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void where prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. And we're back. Um, so we did glance over uh, Dolphins News and Notes. Uh, our, you know, that's normally part of our first segment. So just real quick, there wasn't a ton of news this week. Uh, the team made some moves. They signed um, a couple of players who are, um, shall we say, scrubs. <laughs> I mean, anybody who who's being released or, or or put on waivers at this point of the season is usually, you know, it's not like you're going to end up with Tyreek Hill. Yeah, so one of the most uh, forgettable players in Miami Dolphins history, uh, Kalen Balazs, was injured on Sunday and placed on IR. Um, so forgetful that we forgot to mention it during the recap. Um, but he was he will end the season as the worst run, the statistically speaking, worst NFL running back since 1936. Uh, you <laughs> sent me the screenshot of the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the season stats statistical leaders Our leading rusher for the season is still Mark Walton at 201 yards. We're going into week uh, game. What is this game? 13. So Balazs played 12 games where he was. And for some of them where he was the, the bell cow, like the, 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 the clear cut number one running back. Yeah. He didn't even break 200 yards. No, it's Walton yards. I don't think. It's like Walton was seven games. Drake's was six games. They're each at like 3.8, 3.7 yards per carry. So they're at like 201 and 107 yards. Balaj in 12 games, more attempts at 1.8 yards per carry. Less yards than both of those guys and almost twice in like, in like 50% more carries. Like, God bless him. St- statistically speaking, let me say this again. The worst NFL running back since 1936, when I don't think you could even pass back then. And <laughs> yeah, and like the forward pass hadn't been invented, I, I don't believe. And do you remember? Well, it was something like you had to have. Obviously, you had to have a certain number of carries to like qualify for this. Like this is like, obviously you you can't a guy who carries it once for minus four yards. He's not in there. This is like somebody who started a number of games and to have a and it's a, that yards per yards per carry of 1.8. And it's probably and, less. I think it's less than, than since I sent that because he actually did worse than that. So part of this is definitely offensive line. Um, but Drake and and Walton were playing behind the same offensive line and were able to average well over three yards a carry. Yeah. <laughs> like a, a whole terrible yards per carry average. <laughs> um I, I mean, I, I don't mean to, I'm obviously like, I feel terrible that he's hurt. Um, you know, I, I wish him a, the best. I hope he recovers and ends up being a competent running back, but my goodness, just, uh, amazing, amazing how poor he played. Um, one other interesting, uh, transactional note that happened this week, Isaiah Prince, who was a sixth round pick who actually started two games for us this year, a right tackle out of Ohio state. Uh, the dolphins waived him to make room for a defensive tackle from Baltimore, who I don't know the name of, uh, and Prince was quickly picked up by the Cincinnati Bengals. So um, I think they were hoping to sneak him onto the squad, uh, but uh, I don't know. So it's just a, it's a lost draft pick from this year, basically. Um, he obviously wasn't very good. If you can't play on this offensive line, then, you know, I mean, he probably needed some time to develop, which is what they said about him coming out of the draft. Um, I, they have enough draft picks this year to draft an entire two. Two entirely new offensive lines. And I hope they do. 
yeah so let's hope that they do but um but yeah that was interesting so all right that's news and notes let's get into my favorite segment pick watch welcome to pick watch 2020 with your host james radio and roughness prime all right, so I'm going to correct that. It's not my favorite segment. It's the most important segment of the show. My favorite segment is still Fantasy Camp. Fantasy Camp! <laughs> um, again, not a great week for Pick Watch. Uh, the Dolphins winning hurts their first round and second round pick. Um, also, the Steelers beat the Browns. We started talking about this a little bit before break. And how, like, this Steelers team is not good. And right now they're sitting at seven and five and in, in the playoffs. Um, Fitzpatrick has played extremely well for them. Um, he's, you know, one of the big reasons why they are seven and five. So he's, you know, hurting the, the value of the pick that was given for him. Um, but yeah, so that pick is now at 22. So the Dolphins pick is, is sticking at four. Our first, our first first round pick is at, is right now at four. We're behind the Cincinnati Bengals the New York Giants, and the Washington Redskins. And, and two then, of those teams won, right? The Giants lost, but the Bengals got their first win, and the and the uh, Redskins got a win. Correct. And we still play both the Giants and the Bengals um, and, uh, on the schedule coming up. So still a chance for us to get the first pick, still a chance for us to uh, be outside of the top five, I guess. Um, we'll see. But right now we're sitting at four. Um, that Steelers pick, as I mentioned, uh, holding strong at 22. is at 22 last week. It stays at 22. And the Texans, of course, the Patriots lost. Of course, the Patriots lost to the Texans. Um, yeah, so that one's sticking at 25. The Texans are now 8-4 and four as well. Um, second round picks are going to be, uh, we went down from 35 to 36. The New Orleans Saints pick actually went up from 61 to 60, but they did win. They won on Thanksgiving. So I don't know how it got up to 60. Um, and then the Dolphins' third round pick is at 68. So that's six picks within the top 70. So looking good there. Um, but uh, again, was hoping those those first round picks that we got from the Texans and Steelers would be a little bit higher. They'll still be good players. Well, I mean, there will be good players Hopefully. there. Hopefully we get some. Yeah. Um, not opposed to that. So there's the first, honestly, the, the four picks that we have in the, in the top 40, and I know we're going to, we have a whole off season before, you know, or not a whole off season, but we have a lot of time until the draft. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll dissect it. I do. I would like to see them. Uh, obviously we've talked about this ad nauseum. I don't think they need to get a quarterback. Um, I think the lines are where they should be focused on those picks. I keep seeing, I mean, I, I know that the mock drafts that are coming out now are, are garbage. I mean, they're always garbage, but especially now they're garbage, but they have them like taking like wide receivers. I'm like, come on. That's like the one position group that we have that, that is actually NFL quality where we don't need, we definitely are not using one of those picks on a wide receiver. Right. Like it's not happening. Um, anyway. So yeah. Um, the Steelers play this week. Uh, sorry. I have it in front of me. Pittsburgh is at Arizona. Yep. Pittsburgh's at Arizona and Houston is at home against Denver. Um, Houston is a nine point favorite at home against Denver. Uh, my favorite quarterback from last year's draft Drew Locke, his first start, looked okay. Um, looked good out of the gate, but then didn't really do anything the rest of the way. Lucked into a, a game-winning field goal by a very Charger-like uh, pass interference call, setting up the game-winning field goal. And um, now Denver is going into Houston. Houston's a nine-point favorite. I like Houston in that game. 
Same. Hope. I mean, maybe there's. I'm obviously I want Denver to win, and maybe they keep it close. But there's no. But I would not be picking them. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if Denver covered, just because there's no. There's not a lot of tape on Locke, and usually when that happens, they they tend to perform a little bit better. Um, but we'll see. Um, the other game is uh, Pittsburgh at Arizona, Fun. favored by two and a half. Um, I think the Steelers are probably going to win. I. I, I they just seem to keep winning. This is this, the Arizona Cardinals are not very good. I'm taking the Cardinals. I'm just telling you right now. I agree. I think it's it's more it's more optimist. I think, but Murray's been actually like he's been weirdly good against the better defenses. He's been he played better against the good defenses than well. Tr- but I just mean like numbers wise in him. But yeah, I, I they're not a good team and they won't win. But the Steelers are weird, and I I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the two and a half with and take the Cardinals. Yeah, I just I mean I can't believe the Steelers team is gonna. Did they play the they play the Ravens again? Right, the Steelers do. Yes. Are they so that's one loss at least. Um, yeah, I mean I could see them being. Oh, they play the Bills again too. They play or they play the Bills. Um, that's actually gonna be a, a big one for for playoff seating. Those are two games that they probably lose. They'll probably be like nine and seven or eight and eight. This the Steelers team. I think they win this week. So is this going to be one of our games? Yeah, if, if you're going to take them. Yeah, I'll take the Steelers. I mean, I, I hope they don't win, but yeah. Um, and then the other one is going to be the New Orleans Saints, who we have their second round pick. They are at home against the 49ers, and they are favored by two and a half at home. I like the 49ers in that game. I do too. That's a that's a good the 49ers are a are a good football team. The Saints are a great football team as well, but um I just think the 49ers are better. Yeah, I won't be surprised, you know, if if the the Saints do win. I mean, the two and a half, you're really looking at who wins, you know, more than a cover. So it, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm leaning I'm leaning Niners. Yeah. I mean it just like the way and the way from what I've seen, the way you beat the 49ers is by running. Um and the Saints can run. I mean, Kamara's a good running back, and they have Latavius Murray if they wanted to to try and bludgeon them. Like they haven't the, been running like they have the last few years. This is no, they haven't. I mean, they don't have Ingram, right. but but Murray proved when when Kamara was out, Murray was actually really but good. But I mean, Kamara hasn't exploded like he normally does. I mean, he's still great, but he's like it's kind of like Barkley. Like he's not, you know, fantasy wise, he's not and, doing the he's not doing what he normally does. Yeah. I think, well, I mean, he's battled injuries as well. So, um, yeah, I just, I like, I think the 49ers are, are healthier and, and more complete as a football team. So I think that they win this game. Um, cool. Um, all right. So let's get into the rest of the NFL games. So we're recording. Before, oh, before we do that, I just want to say that you, you are closing the gap on me again. You took two of three again last week. Dallas, you had Dallas who lost on Thanksgiving. And that was yeah. my one win. You then went with Seahawks. And Kansas City, who both uh, did not have problems covering their spreads, um, which the means the Seahawks game was pretty close, actually. But yeah, but they, my, they... my huge lead is down to two games. I'm up nineteen seventeen. So this is this is anyone's ball game here. Um, I'm, I'm glad that I've that I've made the made the comeback. And you're taking another underdog in that uh... a terrible one too. But you know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's more. It's time to just time to go with my heart and my heart smarter than my head. And that's just yeah. that's just the way we got to go with it. Um, so we're also very lucky, as you were about to say, uh, that we're recording this on Friday. Obviously, I would have taken Dallas. 
I thought they were an yeah, easy pick. Yeah, because you hate pick. Trubisky. Because I, mean, I hate I don't Trubisky, like and Trubisky was amazing. And Dak, other than garbage time, because I've started him in fantasy, he had an okay game. But, man, they were awful. Awful. That Cowboy team has phoned it in. Like Holy I, moly. Like, I saw a little bit of them on Thanksgiving, and they look like they, they, have, they have quit on their coach. That would be, I mean, that is a great job to have, because that team has a lot of talent. Yes. They also have a lot of cap issues coming up. Like, they got to pay these guys, but. Yeah. But still, um, so that was another uh, so NFL news, kind of big news. Ron Rivera fired uh, this week, who's a very good, I think, underrated NFL coach. He's had a lot of success in the league as a coordinator and a head coach. Um, been to a Super Bowl, so he's won an NFC championship. Um, you know, that that Panthers team, pereni- to me, perennially overachieves. Um, I, I've The things I've been reading about, like, I'm <laughs> – if I was Dallas, I would actually consider making that switch right now. <laughs> like, like, I mean, like not, I was going to text you that on Thursday night, watching them get murdered by a mediocre Bears football team on national television. I'm like, if they hire Ron Rivera right now, like, I mean, there some some team is going to win the NFC East. Right. I, I, mean, I don't. They, Jerry's not going to make the move during the year because they're because they still might win the division. Um, but yeah, I, I can't believe that that they haven't made the move. Um, as far as the Panthers, apparently the new owner is a very analytical guy, so I think he's he's going to bring in he's going to clean house as far as as far as the 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 administration and the coaching staff and the GMs and they're all are all going to be numbers guys. It's going to be all all like Moneyball over there. Yeah, that'll be interesting. You think uh, you think they move on from Newton? Probably, but we'll see. I mean, I like Cam, but it depends. I mean, it depends what who they can put. I don't know if I don't know if they can go with Kyle Allen. He just did. You watch that fourth down play to to like where they were trying to tie the game. Like he, yeah. he lost like thirty five yards. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. The uh, so the the reports that I've seen, I mean, Garrett's getting fired. It's going to happen at the end of the season. Not a, yeah. So even if they make the playoffs, even if they, barring some kind of miracle, like where they go on some kind of like huge playoff run, which just is not happening. I mean, if you've watched the team play over the last two weeks, you know that's not coming. Um, the names I've seen are Urban Meyer and Lincoln Riley. Lincoln I Riley, I could see. Urban Meyer, no, I can't see that. Um, I, but I honestly, I, what I I really think that Rivera would be a great fit for that team. Like for that team as is plug him in. Like that defense is good, has good players. The offense is stacked. Like, so, um, so I, I have, I have, I have, I came up with a, with a rule change for the NFL. I think they need to implement it. Yes. What? So one, uh, winning a division should not guarantee you a home a home game. Forget like the reseeding and all that. Cause everyone's like, Oh, you got to just, you don't get a home game. If, if you, you win the division fine. Um, but you don't get a home game. If the wild card team's got a better record than you, unless, unless you are, are you, if you're 500 or under, then you winning the division does not get you in the playoffs. You have to be nine and seven or better. Unless, eight unless eight. not even eight and eight, unless there's no wild card team better. But if there's a wild card team better than you, like another team, Better than your record, they get the playoff spot, and you can go home because you suck. I'm not disagreeing with it, but I mean, we obviously know this isn't happening. So what? Uh, no, 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 this is going to happen. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've stated it. I declared it. So, would you like to throw your name into the ring for the Dallas Cowboy job opening? That's not really open yet, but you want to wait until no. 
Garrett's actually fired? No, I don't want to live in Dallas, and I don't want to work for Jerry. You sh- oh, yeah, okay. But it's not like the Packers gig last year. Right. All right. Cool. Um, okay, so as I mentioned, the uh, the Cowboys played last night and lost to the Bears. That team has just given up. Um, so the next game on my list is Baltimore uh, giving five and a half at Buffalo. So Buffalo's the, the home dog. Buffalo... I like I like Baltimore. I mean, I think they're the best team in the NFL. I to be a little plucky, but they still haven't beaten anybody good because the Cowboys aren't good. So, so this is another stupid one because the Ravens are so good, and this is uh, I think it was uh, uh, Bill Simmons was calling this the Lamar tax. He's just like because that line's too high because and it's because of Lamar, and yet you still don't want to bet against it because yeah. because it's him. But I feel like that line's too... I mean, you know what? The Bills seems funny. When you believe in them, they're terrible. When you don't believe in them, you know, they're good. So I, I could see them laying the egg after beating Dallas because it turns out Dallas is awful. But I feel like the line's too high, so I'll ta- I, will, I will take the Bills with five and a half. All right, I'll take Baltimore. So I got Baltimore and Pittsburgh. God, I'm going to get crushed. These are terrible. Yeah, these are your pickings. <laughs> All right. Uh, Green Bay at home, favored by 12 and a half versus the Green Red- Bay. God. The, the Washington Red Hots. Oh, boy. Yeah, Green Bay all, all day. Yeah, Red I mean, I, Green Bay's not as good as their record, but they are definitely much better than Washington. Um, at Cleveland, Cincinnati at Cleveland, Cincinnati getting seven and a half on the road. I. I think Cincinnati could win this game. <laughs> I like the Bengals here too. Just uh, with Dalton, with Dalton, it's it's kind of like yeah. the it's kind of like the Fitz when Fitzpatrick plays for the Dolphins. I mean, where different the team can surprise. I think. Yeah, I like them to cover. Mixon's a good running back. I I feel like there's still some good. I was surprised that they were owned. I mean, I wasn't when like I wasn't surprised at them losing with Finley at quarterback, but uh, right. Yeah, I was surprised they were as bad as they were this year. Um, uh, yeah, I don't like Cincinnati to cover. Um, at it at Atlanta, Carolina at Atlanta. Um, Atlanta is favored by three at home. I like the Falcons. Yeah, the I, I have no not. idea anymore. Like Carolina was a decent yeah. team that's now terrible. Atlanta was a terrible team that's now maybe decent. I don't understand. Carolina yeah. has the like the worst rushing defense. They might they they they. I think they give up more yards than we do on the ground. It's just it's weird. I didn't see. Yeah, because that, that team has traditionally been a very good defense. Did they have injuries? I don't really pay attention to them, so I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I just saw that and I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So uh, Minnesota uh, favored by 13 at home against the Lions. Yeah. Minnesota. A little, pretty high, but Detroit's bad. That that. Are they still starting that? That's not even Driscoll, like Bow. What's his name? They're start like their quarterback. Like you don't even Bo. know his name. Yeah, and they got Bo, well, they got a and they got a Bo Scarborough running. They're like yeah. they're 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 walking wounded over there. I'm 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 taking Minnesota. Yeah, even it's a lot of points, but uh, yeah, Minnesota's pretty good, and they're probably going to be pretty angry about what happened on Monday night. Um, okay. Uh, Tampa Bay favored by three at home against Indianapolis. I like the Bucks. Me too. The um, L.A. Chargers by three at Jacksonville. That Oof. that game should not even be filmed. They shouldn't. They should, forget <laughs> the show. It shouldn't be recorded. There should. They don't even put cameras in there. I don't care. Gordon Minshew going back in. I do. Um, I do love Minshew. But Dolphin era is over after this season. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't care. Don't care. 
New England favored by three at home against Kansas City. I kind of like the Chiefs. <laughs> oh, nice, because I, I like the Pats for this one. Just because everyone's everyone's throwing dirt on them for good reason. Like they're they they don't their wide receivers are bad, but the Chiefs defense. I know they've been playing better, but. New England against a good defensive team is is ugly. Against a bad defensive team, I think they can find a way um, with their defense to slow down. I, I believe me, I'd love to see the Chiefs win. I think New England's going to win this one. I think the Chiefs have been playing a lot better lately. Both, I mean, on on defense, I know their their offense doesn't look the same as it did last year, but I, I think part of that is because of the running game and the lack thereof. Uh, but and also Mahomes battling some injuries. So that's I, your one underdog. You're taking KC plus three. Yeah, on the road. Yep. So I got Kansas City, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore. Oh, you got all the worst teams, <laughs> like the ones we don't like. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, Kansas City, I don't really care about. Well, um, when we're good and they're still good, we're not going to like them. Fair enough. Um, Tennessee, our boy Ryan Tannehill. Uh, favored by two and a half going into Oakland, who has all of a sudden remembered they were the Raiders. I'm starting Tannehill in fantasy. I'm benching Josh Allen against the uh, against the Ravens, so I can start Tannehill against Oakland here. I love I love this minus two and a half. I'll give me Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, and Tannehill's yeah, he's always played well against the Raiders too. So um, yeah, give me uh, yeah, I like Tennessee. And then the uh, Rams at home, a pick'em versus Seattle. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty desperate Rams team here, but I like Seattle. I'm surprised. I, 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 that's one that surprises me, like because I would think, I mean, I would think I'd be, I'd, I'd think Seattle be favored by. I know it's in, in LA, but I, I would, I thought Seattle should be favored in that one, but I guess the Rams always play them. They always like they're one of the. They've always, even when the Rams were terrible, like always beat Seattle. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> and Seattle was like really good, even though when they played earlier this year, it was a very close game. Um I mean, the Rams are, you know, they're in must-win mode, so. Don't care. That was I mean, another. I like I like Seattle, but, yeah. That was another. I, I think it was from the same. I was listening. There was uh, probably Bill Simmons again. He was like, last year, why was everybody, they would hire anybody who was friends with McVay, and here's, and Brian Flores was part of that defense that that totally shut the shut McVay's offensive down. You know, the, everyone should have been lining up to, 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 uh, to hire him. So he was actually praising the <laughs> Dolphins move. He was uh thought of, you know, and he's right. I, it was a great move. Yeah. I'm I'm liking obviously, I mean, we're we've we've talked about it all already a lot, but yeah, we're we're I I really like what we're seeing out of Flores. Like, I mean, not just not just the fact that the team is being competitive and entertaining to watch with absolutely no talent, but the guy just seems um, you know, I like I like that he's he's fiery and I like that he takes chances and you know, I like that he's scheming on defense and you know the team just it looks like a well-run team and even it does it doesn't really take stupid chances it takes the right yeah. they feel like they're the right kind of chances well they have nothing to lose well, so that's they can, true too but yeah. but i mean it's not like he's going for fourth and 20 on his own you know on his own side of the field you know it's not they're right. not like and stupid chances no they're creative and they're usually surprising when they happen you know it's like the like the the onside kicks like i've, I've loved all that like the the special like the, the fake or not it wasn't really a fake kick but the, the going for it on the trick play on fourth down yeah, yeah. I mean yeah um cool the Monday night game <laughs> oh gosh how do you flex that out of there oh actually <laughs> you know what I think at Philadelphia New York Giants at Philadelphia getting nine and a half um they're starting Eli and the Eagles just got 
crushed. Well, not crushed, but crushed. They got crushed by Ryan Fitzpatrick behind no offensive line. I'd say the Giants actually have a better off. They have better offensive pieces than we do. Maybe not better wide receivers, but um, I, I, I don't know. Like the Eagles are going to win, right? I know, but it's <laughs> nine and a half. Yeah, they're not going to win by ten. I don't think. I mean, they might. It, it, who knows? I don't understand the Eagles and the Cowboys have so much to play for. I don't know how they're both playing so poorly. Yeah, they're terrible teams. They're not good. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, the Eagles, I, I will say this. Like, the Eagles were, well, it was against, it's the Dolphins as well. So, um, but I mean, like, their, their offense was good, you know. Yeah, true. Their, their offense was good. Um, but yeah, so anyway. Um, yeah, so that's it for the... Uh, for the uh, around the NFL, anything else you want to touch on uh, around the NFL? Uh, nope, I think that will take us. That you could take us right into this break. Excellent. And when we come back, then we time for my favorite segment, which is fantasy camp. So stay tuned. And we're back. Time for fantasy camp. Miami Dolphins. So for those of you that don't typically stick around for this segment, Fantasy Camp is where Rob and I draft fantasy teams comprised solely of Miami Dolphins skill players. You mean for those for all of those who just fast forward to this part because this is the most important segment of all. Well, it's not the most important, but it's I think it's the most fun. I'd say the most important segment is still pick watch. Yes, but. You know what? Fantasy camp is 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 the one. So it's really at the beginning of the year. This was uh, this was all Rob's idea. I give all the credit to Rob here. Um, and it was a uh, a really fun exercise because we had no idea what to expect with this team. It's become extremely challenging as the year has gone on and the injuries <laughs> have piled up and the trades have been made. Now it's basically the running backs. I I mean we're talking about guys who probably shouldn't even be on NFL rosters as running backs. Um, there's you know basically one player that everybody we rotate who gets the first pick every week. Um, and now for the, obviously throughout the rest of the season, it's just going to be whoever's taking Devonte Parker first. Um, but there's also, there's no other tight ends that are worth having. So we lump all the tight ends together. Um, so it's become kind of a mess, um, but it's still a lot of fun. Uh, I'm Rob destroyed me last week cause he had both Parker and Patrick Laird. Um, and so, don't forget, Wilson would have been your second highest scorer because with his uh, five catches for thirty-two, and I didn't, yeah. I don't even have his. Actually, I didn't even put his rushing yards in here, but I don't think it was over ten, so I don't think it would have given me a point. Wilson, had, yeah, no, he had over ten. Oh. He had like I think his run was like twenty yards, wasn't it? What? See, I had even more points. My God. Yeah. So yeah, you crushed me. Um, set so, a record. Good, good job last week there in fantasy camp, but I am still winning for the season. Um, what is it? Seven to five now? Seven, to, seven, to five. It's seven to, uh, it is, it's yeah, it was seven to four. Now yeah, seven, to seven to five. five, but I have more points than you on the season because you got so many points last week. Yeah. Well, because I have the two highest scores two weeks ago, I had 38 this week. I had 52 and probably yeah. 54 because I forgot Wilson's, uh, yards, but that's my own fault. So yeah, no, that's right. You, you count your points. Yeah, fifty-four. Cool. Well, I have more wins. That's more important. Um, point differential does not matter. Wins matter. Is it though? So this week I get to pick first. Um, and but do you know who you're gonna pick? Yeah, I, I'll pick for you. 
<laughs> Devontae Parker? <laughs> I yes, suppose. I'm, I'm taking Devontae Parker. All right. So that do Laird and Gasecki. Laird and Gasecki. Yep. Um so do you want Hearns or Wilson? That's that is the question. That is the question. Um Dang. I will take uh Man. That's this is a tough one. They're about the same, you know. I'll take Wilson. He's he's more dynamic, I suppose. He seems like he's faster. He seems like he's healthy now. All right. So that gives me Hearns and Ford. That gives you uh you took oh you took Wilson. So that gives you Nakasiki. So you get all other tight end wrapped into all one. other tight ends, and I gotta figure out which running back. I I, I it, guess it's gotta be Gaskins. We're not lumping the non layered running backs together, right? Yeah, it's gotta be Gaskins. He yeah, he'll get run. He got run. He actually had some run last week. He'll definitely be the one to spell. Well now that yeah, now that Bellage is is gone, gone. Um I mean, did I, we mention on air that we signed Zach Zenner for whatever that's worth? I, for, you know, I just said they signed a script. So they signed Zach Zenner, who has played running back in this league before and has gotten carries. This uh, is like his fourth team this season. He's the guy yeah. that when somebody goes on IR, he gets signed. And when they come back, he gets cut. Yeah. Um, I, I, they had another guy that they picked up off a of practice squad who's on the active roster, uh, something Turner. Um, <gasps> I believe he's still on the team. Is it Ike? No, no, not like Turner. Um, I have him on my Madden team. <laughs> uh, his I can't remember his first name, but they signed him a couple weeks ago, and I was wondering if he was going to get any run. Um, he hasn't yet, but he, I believe he's still on the team. Uh, his last name is Turner. It's his first name starts with a D. I don't oh, think it's, he's it's, on the field yet. It's Delance. That's awesome. D E apostrophe Lance. Delance, Delance Turner. Turner. So he, we might actually see him this week. He's been on the team for a little while. Um, so he probably knows enough about the offense, but they did sign Zenner. I don't know which one of them is going to be active on Sunday. I'm taking Gaskin. Gaskin actually looked oh, like he in limited time last week. He actually looked oh, like much better than he had looked at any previous point. So, um, and by much better, that does not, <laughs> that yeah. does not mean good. <laughs> true, true. And Laird, I mean, his stats are terrible, but uh, I mean, his his receiving stats are okay. He looks occasionally he he gets a run. I don't know. I I'm I'm a little he's not more... fast, but he's like he's patient. Um, he has good hands. He blocks well. I love his nickname. Uh, they they I don't know if, for those of you that um, that missed this during the broadcast or, or might have missed this during the game. Um, they were talking about him in training camp or Fitzpatrick nicknamed him, Ryan Fitzpatrick nicknamed him the intern because they, uh, because he just does not look like an NFL player. So they all just assumed he was an intern. So the nickname has stuck. Uh, they call him the intern. I think that's a fantastic nickname. Um, he's, he's fun to watch. He's one of those like heady guys, like seems like a, a, a player similar to what the new England Patriots kind of roll out there at, at the running back position. I've heard the name Danny Woodhead mentioned, although Woodhead was kind of fast and Laird doesn't look very fast. Yeah, um, those, th- those are just both white running backs. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. But I'm, I'm trying to think of like... Oh, reminds- so oh. Rex Burkhead. Yeah, yeah. Like that's more of, like, like more of like a fullback, uh, fullback running back hybrid because he's got a little bit more size. So Woodhead was kind of small, um, kind of yeah. small and fast. But um, either way, something Uh, to mention, because we were talking about this off air before we went on, because 
you are you're you're often wondering why don't why don't why aren't we signing some running backs? There's got to be better running backs, you know, on practice squads or 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 on the waiver wire out there, and and we're just assuming that it has to be for pass protection. The the, the offensive line is so bad. I think they just need guys. I think that's why they stuck with Balage. He was around long enough to know how to pick up the pass protections, and that's more important now because the line is terrible, and and Fitzpatrick is always under fire. Yeah, and Laird is a Laird is a, isn't a, if he excels at anything, it is it is blocking. So, um, you know who else has been the the fullback they drafted uh, Cox yeah. from from Auburn um, as a lead blocker has been uh, pretty effective. Uh, he, you know he he cleared the cleared the path for for Laird to score that touchdown uh, when they were by the goal line. Well, I think uh, that's why another thing you mentioned, and it might have been off air, is like as bad as yeah. we are as running, we seem to be okay at at running in for touchdowns in the goal in line. In goal to go situations, yeah. And I think Cox is a big reason for that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. I mean, it'll be. I, I think it's it's a position they're obviously going to have to address in the offseason. They're going to need to get some NFL talent uh, at running back because you're going to need a running game. Um, we'll see whether or not they address it as a. I don't. I just don't, doesn't strike me like they'll use a high pick on a running back. Um, they could sign somebody in free agency. I don't know. We'll see, but it's definitely going to be an area that they're going to have to address in the off season because the group that they have now is, uh, well, this la- is yeah, lacking but, in talent, <laughs> and, but, our, but our front office, they seem like the, they're smart enough. They're not going to use a first round pick on a running back. They're not going to spend big free agent bucks on a running back. Unfortunate for the running backs, it's not. It it's a it's a position that you just you throw bot you throw youthful bodies at it with a good offensive line. And yeah, if you hit with a McCaffrey or a, or a Elliott or something, maybe it's worth it. But even like Melvin Gordon's not going to get paid. You know, Le'Veon Bell's not. Didn't, well, he got paid by the Jets, and nobody wanted to take on that contract. Like it's just it's just not what you do. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, so they'll address it somehow, but uh, you know they they definitely need to get more explosive back there. Um, that's why I was I'm, I'm still kind of they they could have gotten Drake for or they could have kept Drake and held him like at a like for a reasonable cost, but whatever. That's uh, <laughs> long since passed. So um, hey, I hate to break it to you, you were, were much better without him. I I don't. Yeah. Okay. We've won, we've won all our games without him. We've lost all our games with him. Well, all of our wins we won without him. Right. It was all his fault. Well, no, but he didn't help. <laughs> anyway, um, cool. Did you uh, you watch Watchmen this week? Oh boy, did I. What'd you think? Oh boy, did I. Yeah. Did you like it or no? Oh yeah, of course. Now we got we're getting we're into some uh, we're getting into some fun here with the. Oh, with I the just, I'm a little I like so as as much as I liked the um the Hooded Justice episode and the uh Looking Glass episode, I'm I don't know how crazy I am about the uh the Manhattan reveal. You like that? I I I didn't I don't it doesn't make sense to me. Well, that's what you didn't watch the next episode where they're going to show when they fall in love and then he decided the only way they can be together is if he puts a thing in his head so he could forget everything and pretend he's a regular person. You think they were going to do this without Dr. Manhattan? You think he's not sure? No, I just thought I just thought like he would play a like I thought I I don't know. Yeah, but now he's now he's coming out with all his his blue stuff glory hanging and swinging. It's time. I guess. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. We'll see how they do it. I just, it, it was a weird episode for me. It was it definitely, 
kind of a letdown given how good the previous two were. Um, I thought I didn't like that. Like I, like I was excited for the Vite trial and then it was, it was literally a fart. <laughs> like <laughs> it was like the entire scene was just like, it was yeah. I, like, I'm getting, I'm getting frustrated with that storyline now. It's taking too long to develop for me. Um, and I, I don't, and what I, what I really, what really, I guess kind of bugs me about the show is that it seems to be kind of, kind of like n- not respecting the source material, I guess, to me. Like it seems like the char- like the like the characters from the Watchmen, like Night Owl hasn't even been mentioned. Um Rorschach, who was I I thought, you know, the 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 hero of the uh of the story of the of the, the book. Well, I don't know if you'd call him a hero. I mean the guy was a psychopath. Well, has basically like he's been like like his legacy is now leading a, a racist cult. Yeah, um, but, but that's but- I get it. Like I get it. I, I'm just saying, but I'm just I'm just stating the things that have happened that are, that are these are things that you don't like. Material. It's taking the source material and, and literally like like Vite is like some kind of like he was amazing. Like he was like he was maniacal extremely fast and like, and powerful. And He's now old. <laughs> I still like, like, it's just, it's just weird to me. Like, and then, and Silk Spectre is like, I mean, she's been, she was like my favorite part of the show. So one of my favorite parts of the show, but then like, I, I, I just, I like, I don't, it, it, it's just not working for me. Like the original, like this, the stuff from like the original source material and the way they're handling it. It's I, either, I, it's either brilliant or just like, it just, I, it's just like misses for me. I don't know. Like it's like I can't explain it. It's it's really good at times, and then like other times, I'm just like, like I just don't get, I don't get the vision. But, I I mean I think the one thing I think you're missing. It's almost the 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 Roar, just the Rorschach his 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 journal being picked up by a crazy. I mean, look at how many like crazy like the. The KKK spouts Bible verses. They, I understand. It's, it's I, a, I understand. <laughs> like I get that. Like I get the. Like I, I'm not saying it's. You know, it doesn't. It just. It the choice just doesn't work for me. Like I don't. I just don't like. That's not. It just doesn't. It's not how I would. And I don't know. Like it. It just like the original source material was about. You know. Like the like the ambiguity and like the you know the the gray area between like heroes and what's right and wrong and like saving the world and now this is this is all about like race and like social injustice and it's just like it just doesn't that doesn't that's not the theme of the book to me like it's it's a fine story I just I don't know it just doesn't seem to fit in with like the spirit of the Watchmen book but, but you realize it's 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 the Watchmen book was a was a different was the other story this is like 20 years later so now it's telling a new story right but you it's could just... in the same universe and it's like and it keeps calling back to it so it's like if you're going to be your own like if it's just weird like you know like it's like and I'm not saying it's bad like I'm enjoying it like it's must must watch TV for me every week I just I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't love it, but I'm, I just, don't know. You just need to open your horizons, man. Don't stop ma- trying to f- force it into the shoehorn it into what you want it to be and accept it for what it is and go for the ride, man. You're going to give yourself I am. an like, I know I am. I mean, I just, 
I don't know. I, I'd like, I, I still think like that, like I've gone back, like, and I've, and I've rewatched episodes and I've like, like I've watched it from the beginning and I, I just feel like, like it, it like the pacing was kind of weird. Like the beginning, like the first couple episodes for me are like, what kind of like whatever. And then all of a sudden it gets like amazing. And then it's like, and now it's like kind of like coming back down a little bit to where I'm like, why are they doing these things? You're why we can't have nice things. Why would Dr. Manhattan even come back to earth? Like after like, like the way he left or the way the, the book ended, like, like he said, he's going to start his own galaxy. Like he, why? Would no, he, he said he might. What? He said he might. Whatever. <laughs> like, it's just like, I, I, I don't know. Like, it, I mean, he, it, it's what I like. Like, I like it. It's a great show. It's like the, the acting is fantastic. The cinematography is awesome. The music is amazing. You seem to bitch about it a lot is all I'm saying. Well, I really enjoyed the book and I really like, I really like the source material. It's like one of, I think it's one of the, the, it might be the best graphic novel of all time. It's up there, yeah, probably. It, I, it, I mean, it, you can make the argument, and, and it'd be valid. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of my it's like you know it's one of my favorites you know pieces of media that I've Wah. picked up. Wah. <laughs> they didn't yeah, no, the I know. I'm, I'm being I'm being a whiny <laughs> fan about it. I, I agree, and I'm I'm not. I don't. I'm not trying to. I'm not hating on it because I don't hate it. I like it. I just you know. I don't know. It's you just, need to be more optimistic about things. It, it's good for your health. <laughs> I know. I'm, you I'm, know what? I'm, I'm going to, you. I think by next week, I have to give you a new, uh, you're going to have to be a new handle. You can't be like James Radio anymore. You can be like James Angry or something. I'm not, but that's the thing. I'm not angry. James, James Furious. Yeah. No. It's more like <laughs> James Whiny or something. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Okay. You're right. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <I'm>, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like less. It's, yeah, it's not uh, not anger. Like, like I don't I don't care about it enough to be angry about it. Um, so, so before I forget, because we always forget for the for you folks who who like to listen all the way to the end. Hey, you know what? Get, go ahead and follow follow us on Twitter at at dot com. And uh, yeah. thanks for the for the folks that have been sending emails. And Scott, we Scott sends us some some nice. Uh, some nice emails lets us know what he's doing. I know he listens to the podcast while he's running and he's got some good ideas. So you guys keep the emails coming at uh, the blowhole radio at gmail.com. Um, Cause we love hearing from you and uh, you know, follow the Twitter. James takes care of that. So you could totally retweet and, and tell him he's a, he's a, he's a whiny fanboy. Yeah, please. I, I would love it. Just any kind of interaction with the Twitter would be great. Um, and then yes, the, uh, the Gmail is the blowhole radio, all one word, all lowercase, right? <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> at gmail.com. So yes, and thank you, Scott, for always for always sending emails in. Really appreciate it. Love hearing from you. He's always got some pretty great takes. Um, he's on Twitter as well. I don't have his Twitter handle up. I will give him a, a shout out for his Twitter um uh next week. I'll try and remember. Um, but yeah, he's uh he's a good follow. And uh yeah, thanks to everybody for listening. Hopefully, you made it all the way through. Um, looking forward to. Oh, I did want to. T- I did want to say this: the Dolphins at the Jets. The tickets, if you're in the New York area, are very, very affordable. <laughs> <laughs> like they're, they're as low as twelve dollars uh, for for three hundred for three hundred level. Uh, what's the weather? It's what's the weather going to be like? Is it, you got to sit in the cold for that, or is it going to be at least like you know not bad for football weather? I don't know. I kind of. I mean, I kind of. I think there's something kind of novel about going to a cold weather football game. 
Um, but <laughs> if, if I'm anywhere near there, I would definitely go because it doesn't like even if they get destroyed, like even if even if the Jets somehow wreck them, like it doesn't matter because then you can be like, you know, you guys can't even tank right. Like this is good for us. Like, can I ask you a serious <laughs> question? <laughs> Have you ever been to a cold weather football game? Um, the coldest, the coldest weather football game that I've been to was in the forties. Yeah, no, that's not, no, no, no. When I, when I lived in New York, I had friend I had friends that had, uh, season tickets to the, to the Patriots. They were Patriot fans. And I'm talking, oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking um, yeah. the old, old Foxborough before they were in this field. It had, it had the metal stadium seats, like the, like in a high school, yeah. you know, no, how, I remember. you know how yeah. cold those are when it's like snowing out. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not going to be like that. at MetLife. I mean, True. It, I mean, first of all, the seats are nothing like that. True. Life is a, is a state of the art facility. Um, but yeah. And if, I, I mean, it snowed there last week uh, for the giants game. But I mean, that'd be awesome to be at a snow game. You just bundle up, you go, you you know, you get drunk. Yeah, it's more fun watching them on TV. Me. I could promise you that. I I agree. Like I'm more of a watch on TV kind of guy. But it'd be, I've always I've always wanted to see a a a uh, Jets game in New York with the Dolphins, like a Dolphins Jets game in uh, in in Jersey. So we've got four games left. What what's what's your prediction for our record? Where do you think we're going to end up? Um, cause three of those four games are completely winnable and the fourth game might not mean anything to the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying seven and nine. <laughs> I know, but I think, I think, I think five or six wins is, is probably the most, is the most statistically relevant, the most probable. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to argue there. I think five is probably the most probable. I would. <laughs> I, I obviously want them to win every week, but I think it's obviously it's in the team's best interest, um, you know, to try and not to lose, but to you know. To Honestly, hopefully- if you can't get Chase Young, I don't think it matters if you're picking three, four, five, six, or seven at this point. Right. So I. I think they're something's telling me they're going to end up with five wins. Um, you know, if they don't, if they lose out, that means they lose to the Giants, they lose to the Bengals, um, and they lose to the Jets, um, which would make them three and thirteen, obviously. Um, and then the, the, that would give the Giants three wins. That would give the Bengals two, and I think the Bengals might beat the Browns this week as well. So that would give them three. Also, that would that puts us if you know if we do lose out, that puts us in the running for the top pick. Yeah, I just don't see it happening. I mean, I'm not going to be. I mean, I want them to win, but yeah, like you said, I won't be mad if we're in position for to get Chase Young, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think this. I think this team's too good. I can't believe I just said that and meant it. They're not talent wise. They're not too good. Their their coaches are good, and they're and the players are are playing hard. That's that's half the fun. That's half the battle. Like GI Joe says, that's more that's more important than talent because you're watching the Cowboys right now. Yeah. That, Infinitely more talent than this team, but does not care at all and hates their coach, apparently. Oh, well, he, he's about terrible. Coach. Yeah, they're yeah, exactly. So but it just shows you. I mean, that's football to me is I mean, it, I don't even think it's close. It's the only it's the it's where the sport where strategy is the most important, where coaching and strategy is, is more important than just pure talent. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's I mean the Patriots have like their run like they're not they're not even close but to even, the most 
team in the NFL. But even look at this year. Their, 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 their team, their defense has been great, right? The Bills let Gilmore go. Now he's like that. And in that scheme, he's one of the best. He's like one of the best corners in the like half all of their guys on defense were were on other teams who were fine with letting them go. It's not like they Correct. were this good, you know, where they were. The, the the schemes make them into the players they are. This is true. Um. Anyway, we hope you guys all had a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we hope the Dolphins win on Sunday. Enjoy watching them play the Jets. Uh, it's always my favorite week is Jets week. So F the Jets. Go Dolphins. <laughs>